Welcome to Check Out Chat with Evergreen Health. I'm Caitlin White. Carpal tunnel is quite common, with more than 3 million cases in the U.S. per year. So in this episode, we are going to cover carpal tunnel, causes, symptoms, and diagnosis with Dr. Joseph Woodward, a wrist and hand surgeon at Evergreen Health. So doctor, let's start with just some anatomy basics. What is the carpal tunnel and what does it do? So the carpal tunnel is a tunnel at the wrist that contains the flexor tendons that bend our fingers into our palm and as so happens the median nerve which gives sensation to several of the fingers and innervates some of the muscles into the hand. These structures are contained within the carpal tunnel as they travel from the forearm into the hand. And then what causes carpal tunnel syndrome and how is that diagnosed? Carpal tunnel syndrome is a compression of the median nerve as it travels through the carpal tunnel. And it's a constellation of findings that we see upon examination and with history of numbness of the fingers, usually the thumb, index, middle, and sometimes the ring finger, which is the nerve, the area innervated by the median nerve. And it also can cause some pain at the wrist that can seem like aching or shooting pain that can travel up into the forearm. It's diagnosed usually by a combination of history, examination for lack of sensation and weakness, and also in certain cases what are called nerve conduction studies, which are studies we do to look at how well the signal is traveling through the tunnel and whether or not in some cases muscles are affected and losing their innervation and becoming weak. Now, how would someone know if their wrist pain is something more? Like, how do you know when it's just maybe overuse, I was sitting weird, or when it's time to go to a healthcare provider? Yeah, it's hard to say sometimes. And sometimes we have to cast a wide net in order to find the diagnosis. It can be things such as tendonitis or arthritis, and all that plays into activities or overuse. But one of the classic things for carpal tunnel is numbness. We also see a pattern of numbness that's often worse at night or holding in our hands in a certain position, such as driving or holding a newspaper. And when those things are occurring, that is classic for carpal tunnel. Now, if someone has carpal tunnel and they don't know it and they kind of just brush off their symptoms, will this cause further damage? Yeah, that's one of our concerns and why we always recommend at least getting it checked out. There are mild cases of carpal tunnel that do not need surgery or invasive treatment and can be treated conservatively, and the earlier we catch it, the better. But in certain cases, what we start to get worried about is permanent nerve damage from long-term compression. And then we don't always see the innervation or the sensation come back fully, and we sometimes don't see the strength come back if it's been let go too long. Well, let's talk about those acute cases first. How can carpal tunnel syndrome be treated without surgery? Yeah, in mild cases or cases that seem to be coming on without severe weakness, we can treat these usually with a combination of uh, rest and certain types of uh, braces that we can use at night. Oftentimes, this is exacerbated at night, and sometimes with mild cases, bracing at night is an effective enough treatment if it's done for several weeks. If symptoms don't improve with bracing, then often surgery is recommended to try and take the pressure off the nerve. Well, that leads me into my next question. When does the conversation start to center around surgery? And then what does the surgery process look like? What's recovery time like and stuff like that? Yeah, so we get to surgery when we see weakness or numbness that's becoming more permanent. We also use 
the nerve conduction studies I spoke of earlier as a guide. When we get these, they often categorize these cases as mild, moderate, or severe in terms of the compression of the nerve. With mild cases, we often try the bracing we discussed, but with moderate or severe cases, there's concern that letting it go unchecked can lead to that permanent nerve damage we discussed, so we usually recommend surgery in that setting. Surgery is an outpatient surgery. You come and go the same day, and it has a relatively quick recovery. We ask you to take it easy, usually for a couple weeks after the procedure, and I, for example, do it endoscopically through a small incision that minimizes the downtime. There is some downtime after the surgery for a few weeks where we ask you not to lift heavy things, but it's relatively quick and most things you're still able to do, such as type, write, any, that sort of thing. Well, doctor, as we wrap up here, it sounds like any kind of wrist pain, you should talk to your doctor, but is there anything else you want people to know? Mostly is that exactly what you said, to not ignore, especially if you're noticing numbness or weakness. It's worth getting checked out. It may be something as simple as a tendonitis that, or uh, some therapy or stretching or exercises will help out with, or something like arthritis, which may lead the conversation in a different direction. But if you're noticing these symptoms we've been discussing, it's worth getting checked out so that appropriate management can be instituted earlier in the process. Well, doctor, thank you for this info and for giving us some of your time today. To learn more or to make an appointment, please call 425-899-4810. That's 425-899-4810. Or visit evergreenhealth.com slash ortho dash sports dash medicine. This has been Checkup Chat with Evergreen Health. I'm Caitlin White. Stay well.